0: Kevin, my man. Hey man, how you doing? Finally. Cheers, bro.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. What's happening, bro? Yeah, not much. Not much. Been busy at work. Um but yeah, no, mostly the same old, so how have you been, man?
0: Huh? Um, not bad. I think um uh, at least I am slowly forgetting what the pandemic is oh, for yeah, sure. No, no. Um, just trying to make things happen, going around, started a new job as well. Yeah, um, no, and I told you how it happened, right? Yeah,
1: no, no, no yeah, we've been chatting um, offline a little bit, so no, and I think um, you made the point about the everything being normalised a little bit. So I think yeah, you can look at that as a good thing as well. Absolutely. Hopefully, like things will
0: be relatively back to normal. Mm. And you visited Melbourne as well. Like you yeah, went there did, and you saw uh, how things were different.
1: Yeah, I did. Um, like I think um, when I was back there, there was definitely okay. a noticeable sort of decrease in activity. I think um, mm. when I was there, like cases were probably close to like twenty thousand or and plus perhaps. a day. Yeah, exactly. So. I think um, people were definitely scared to go out. Like some um, people, mm. lot like, like a lot of my friends, even like um, like I think Tom and Eddie, like um, you've had them on your show, yeah. Um, they got COVID as well, and I potentially could have got COVID as well. So yeah, yeah, you, know, you
0: never know. So people, I think um, yeah,
1: well they were either taken out or like um, they were just
0: scared. Yeah, or maybe you did get COVID and you didn't know. Oh yeah, this no, is, like um, a- because
1: I'm... Um, like there were. Like, it, it was impossible to get a rat's test. Mm. And, like, um, you heard stories of, like, people, like, um, like wanting to get... Well, getting tests, but then, like, having to wait, like, seven days plus anyway. So, yeah. like, what was the point? Like, you might as well just bloody stay, like, seven days. Mm. And, like, if, if you did stay those seven days and, like, you found out, like, you wouldn't...
0: Like negative, then what was the point of that? Like, I know
1: exactly, stupid. So mm. I
0: guess the thing about COVID is we're all learning yeah, no. from everyone, from the general public to the government, and mm. everyone making the rules as well. Yeah. No. And even people making the vaccine. Yeah. No. Like I remember talking about the vaccine when it first came out, saying, oh this is bullshit! Like, how can you make a vaccine in three months?" But apparently, the vaccine has been in the works. The mRNA vaccine, especially, is has been in the works for like twenty years now. Mm. All they had to do was modify it so they would work against COVID nineteen. Mm. So I guess we we're, we're all learning about it. Mm. And um yeah, especially when you when you hear all these news and things coming in into the media, mm. it makes it hard for the general public to I think maintain a solid frame of mind, mm. especially in terms of pandemic. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, people were scared, but I think now they're getting less scared and the, uh, the vaccine has a lot to do with that as well.
1: No, I agree. So <clears throat> I think um definitely in the western world like um not experienced like with pandemics like um mm. in like asia like we saw it we saw on the news like there was like the sars virus and the bird flu well bird flu like to come over like it wasn't obviously like a pandemic in australia There weren't many cases so i think um at least initially you saw like um like many of the asian countries they handled the pandemic better because like they were they had experienced before like and then they knew it was about and like <laughs> they knew what worked mm. while we um at the start of the pandemic it was a bit of like lots, lots of miscommunications and um, stuff like that. Someone's at the door? Yeah, sure. Oh. <laughs> Coming. Stop, there
0: you go. Oh, third pizza. Oh, third shit. Pizza. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, anyways, I'll put this yeah. <laughs> uh, down. Um, <clears throat> that was the third pizza, by the way. So oh, just good. for the benefit of the guest who's listening, or sorry, the listener who's listening, we ordered pizza um, and the driver came in He gave me three boxes, two pizza and a box of fries, chips. Um, But apparently it's not mine because my housemate, James, just bought me another box of pizza. It's three pizza. So the first (laughs) word for the wrong person. Uh, But yeah, you were saying, we were talking about...
1: uh, I can't remember what you were saying. I was listening to the Pizza Store. I was going to say, like you were very lucky, man. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I know. You just get lucky, man.
0: (laughs) So um, that's... lunch and dinner for tomorrow sorted right. I think yeah great dinner live like a pig uh, <laughs> that's my tagline <laughs> but no I remember we we're talking about Asian countries and I wanted to ask you do you know which countries did best um, so I think initially
1: like Taiwan and Vietnam as well um, they had like um, obviously experience like they were like right at the like every of, of the like um, I think it was the SARS virus but like one of the like um, other viruses that you Read about um, in the 2000s and stuff like that. But, like, um, at least initially, they were, like, um, they had it all like out control. Um, there weren't, like, many deaths um, compared to, like, um, what you're seeing in, like, um, mm. countries in Europe, like, especially Italy, the UK and um, the US and stuff like that. Because, yeah, mm. <clears throat> those countries really hadn't experienced, like, um, pandemics mm. like those Asian countries did.
0: You reckon it was a problem in the rec- uh, reporting of the numbers? rather than the control the
1: fight so there have been like um, like I think um, yeah concerns raised about some of the statistics Um, um, like the cases reported in some of those countries especially like China and stuff like that and maybe Vietnam but um, Mm. I think um, at least um, there are also like I think you just can take it as um, what you see as well
0: so yeah yeah who knows? What a, what a crazy time though, the, the past two years, right? Yeah, no, of course, yeah. Right? Lots have changed. Like you couldn't have predicted it until 100% it actually happened. Like I was working for a travel insurance company when the pandemic first happened. So you can imagine we were going to work normally in January. No. Yeah, in January and February, you're going to work normally, right? And on the 87th page of the product disclosure statement, which mm. is the terms and conditions of um, the insurance product, there was this term, pandemic, and what the definition was. Mm. Nobody gave a shit before no. February, right? And then came March in 2020, and then people started calling in regarding mm. that, what the definition entailed. And we had to make a few revisions because the um, the underwriters saw that this was going to be a huge thing. It was going to affect the the direction of where the company was going to go. And that's It came March, and we had like 3,000 calls to be answered by 20 people mm. on the phones. It was crazy. It was a crazy time. Mm -hmm. And even then we didn't think what the, what the impact was going to be. We we, we thought it was going to be like SARS or something. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Just going to disappear in the air. Mm -hmm. But no, look at us now. Like the things we've, we've been through and the things we're working on. Um, a few countries still haven't managed to control it the way Mm. they should have, um, or, you know, unfortunately, they couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Infrastructure, budgeting, yep. education. There's a lot of factors we Dude, can talk about. But uh, but certain countries are like uh, the vaccine. Like Australia has 95% vaccination mm. rate. That is incredibly high. Mm. 95%. My home country, Nepal, has what? Well, we just um, crossed 50%, I mm. believe. Uh, but yeah, the world's not equal right now. no, no. no. Agreed.
1: Like I think yeah. you're seeing like um, a lot of the developed countries, like I've got all the vaccines and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. the <clears throat> developing countries such as like the part that you mentioned, but like a lot of um, other developing countries are sharing similar experiences, like all the vaccines, like obviously um, everyone is working to their, own interests every country is working to their own interests and that just leaves the developing countries left behind left to defend for themselves because everyone's just focused on themselves
0: i want to get your view on this uh, you know they say a lot of um a lot of people say traveling is either going to be a luxury mm. as in it's going to be super expensive even to go to bali or the u.s mm. or europe because we haven't traveled for two years and now only the rich can travel first because mm. they can pay the money uh either that or it's going to be super cheap and then you know mm. hotels are going to open up again and they're going to reduce the cost of the prior, the tickets mm. and it's going to be back to normal. What mm. do you think is going to happen? I know it's all speculation right now because mm. we haven't really full fledged full fledgedly traveled but what um, do you think? It's I think um probably in the medium term I think it will be like
1: prices will go back relatively to normal like probably be back um, <clears throat> pre-covid like um I think especially in like um the more developed countries, I think, people like most people at least are very keen to travel, and then there'll be like the well, demand will probably be lower than it was like before pre COVID. I don't think it will be much significant difference. So I think there'll be <clears throat> like um, a reasonable amount of demand for um, like flights overseas, and then you have like the <clears throat> like the well, like the, the airlines willing to provide that at the reasonable price.
0: Yeah, are you a traveler?
1: Uh, like a little bit. I haven't done that much traveling, but I did go to, I've been to like a few Southeast Asian, Asian countries. Like I've been to Vietnam a few times, which is my, where my parents were from.
0: Mm. I don't understand this about Australians like you, man. Like you've mm. got one of the most powerful passports in the world, yeah. right? You know that. Yeah. Like you can travel to more than what, 180 countries yeah. in the world and mm. a lot of you don't travel. Oh, I think I'll, most people I didn't have traveled, but like... Um, nah, trust me. Like, I, I've met quite a few people who have never even left the country. Okay, I've been to yeah. New Zealand and stuff like that. Okay, yeah. um, And the reason why I'm saying that is because 180 countries to be, for you to be able to mm. travel is a fucking lot. Mm-hmm. And you agree, right? Oh, I and know, because too, yeah. to give you context, the Nepalese passport that I hold, mm-hmm. we can travel to about forty-two countries mm-hmm. without a visa, mm-hmm. and the forty-two countries are countries you wouldn't you wouldn't really travel to mm-hmm. on, on a on a tourism basis. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I see a lot of Australians not making use of that, and um, mm-hmm. you should you should realize how lucky you
1: are. Oh no, no, like um, <laughs> like definitely the pandemic has made us some. Um, like how lucky we really are, and like um that we can actually go like traveling and like what it's like to be taken away from you. So, mm-hmm. like definitely once some um, things get a bit back more normal, then like I'll definitely be looking to go overseas a bit more.
0: Where do you want to travel next?
1: Um, probably I would say somewhere in Europe. I reckon like I haven't been to Europe before, so um, one of those countries. Just <clears throat> seeing what that's like, experiencing a new culture. Like I've been to Asia a couple of times, so. I've seen, like at least something like that. But like, yeah, Europe
0: will be a new experience. Yeah, w- 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 what's your background? <laughs> okay, um, yeah, no, um, <laughs> I'm um, asking a lot of direct questions, man. No, no, no okay. it's all good. It's all good.
1: Yeah. Um. So my um <clears throat> parents were born in um Vietnam, but mm. then like um my grandparents were born in China, but then they um obviously moved over to Vietnam where my parents were born.
0: Oh, nice. Yeah. a lot of do a lot of people say or mistake you for being Chinese oh uh, so like I guess I could f- like I feel like
1: Chinese Vietnamese Australian so like mm. like I'm not offended if people like mistake me for Chinese yeah. and like honestly like I get mistaken for like Japanese I've been mistaken with Japanese Korean and like I don't get offended.
0: yeah that's fine and I mean I get a, I get mistaken for being Indian and yeah. at first it was slightly offensive to yeah, sure. because it's, I think that one of the reasons uh, being like India and Nepal, we've always, always been so close, mm. right? And there has been like, India has helped us quite a bit and we've helped India mm. quite a bit as well. There's open borders, there's mm. a visa to go to India or for Indians to come. Like you could legit cross the border, go mm. to India and just live there for the rest of your life mm. and nobody would ask a question. It's free border. Mm. Um, but for some reason, uh, when a lot of people miss... Um, mistook me for being indian it it kind of it was it was not offensive it was just it didn't feel right mm. it didn't feel good because no, no, no. yeah because no i think the one of the reasons now that, that that i think of it is because i want nepal to be known to people yeah, no, like nepalese <laughs> exist like nepalese people mm. you know we look like indians mm. because india is a more popular country in asia mm. but we do exist and yeah, no, of course yeah and i think that that was one of the reasons why i got offended
1: you know i think
0: um a lot of it is
1: just um with assumptions as well i think um like people just assuming that um, because you might have like um, the appearance of um, being uh, someone who is Indian, like they just assume you're Indian, which is mm. like just not really fair, I think.
0: Yeah. And uh, I didn't grow up in this country and no. um, I sort of, I wonder how it would have been because I was talking to a friend like long time mm. ago and um, he was born here mm. and his, his background is Vietnamese as well. Mm. and. I asked him if, what he thinks. As in, do you, do you feel more Vietnamese or mm. feel more Australian? Mm. And he's he's 24 years old, and he was born here. Mm. But he felt more Vietnamese yeah, than Australian, okay. and that blew my mind back then.
1: Yeah, no, no. I think um, definitely people or people of color they can made to be feel outsiders of because, like, I think most people's um. <clears throat> vision of what the typical Australian is, is like someone who is like a white Australian. Yeah. And that like everything kind of revolves around that, like Australian culture mm. revolves around that, like um sport, beer, like um stuff like that, which is obviously stuff that um like people from, uh, people from different cultural backgrounds can obviously enjoy, but then mm. especially in the media, it's not really shown that way. Yeah. Like you can be made to feel like an outsider, even though you were born here. Yeah.
0: Mm. In, in your experience, how do we make a system or let's say, just to keep things simple for the sake of simplicity, um, like a team more, how do, make, how do we make things more comfortable for people mm. who just don't join the team? Let's say, for example, someone who's just come from India, right? Mm. And they've joined a team in Australia. Mm. And how do you think an organization can be made more inclusive?
1: yeah sure um so I think um, it's just having like some of these conversations, so like you mentioned, you did you felt like um that you were uncomfortable when someone assumed that you were Indian at first yeah yeah, did you raise it with that person? I did, yeah, yeah okay, yeah, I think um, a lot of people actually don't do that, like they just like just push it aside I mm. think um a lot of this um stuff. Is about having like difficult conversations and like raising, like how you feel, like um, when things <clears throat> aren't okay, like just raising it um, and creating awareness of these issues that like um, like you shouldn't make unfair assumptions, stuff like that, um, and just increasing like cultural awareness, cultural understanding. I think mm. this would be one of the um, main places I would start with. Um, there's obviously a lot of ways. I would, you can also talk about representation, like I touched um, touched about that um, earlier, like um, especially in the media, like um, where you don't really see, um, mm-hmm. at least before, like you really didn't see anyone else other than just um, white Australians. When, like, about I think it's like twenty percent of um, Australians come from like an Asian uh, background or something like that, no, Asian or a non-Anglo-European um, background, but you okay. just didn't see that reflected in like the media at all. Mm. And I think um, you really can't like, um, there's like a the saying, like you can't really be what you don't see.
0: Yeah. 100%. I think you raised a very important point about having a conversation. And I think today, a lot of people don't talk mm. when I say that as in they don't really have an open communication. Mm. If something's not right or if, if you're not feeling good about something, we don't really talk to the other person about no. it. No. We tend to keep keep it in ourselves yeah. and act on it passively or aggressively and and just make situations worse, mm. in my opinion. And I think communication, even though it has been taught to us since a very long time when we were children, yeah. basically, like we don't really we don't do that in the correct format. We think communication is forming a nice email, or it could be like answering the telephone in Mm, a proper mm. or uh, um, a nicer etiquette. But Mm. I think communication for me from what I've learned in life is just making sure that the person next to you or Mm. the person across you or the person or or everyone in the room is comfortable expressing sorry expressing their emotions with each yep. other and being comfortable about it.
1: Mm. No, I, I do agree. I think um definitely like um especially with the rise of social media you do hear like these kind of echo chambers like people um wanting to only really, really communicate with people who share the same or similar opinions with them. They don't want to be challenged.
0: Yeah, which is you know pretty much what you're saying i think and that's how the cancel culture came no, as no, well exactly I, I believe, right exactly like you want to hear what you what you believe in yeah
1: exactly and then like you want to cancel any opinions that are different from you which yes. is like i don't think it's the right way to go about it i think you like you, you do you do need to have like these um kind of debates and like some people aren't going to need to feel uncomfortable like, yeah, that's how
0: mm. i think
1: progress is made
0: i was listening to a jordan peterson interview once and he said the exact same thing that you mm. said like it's you've got to have uncomfortable conversations in order to think about something mm. progressive yep about the future and a lot of people have not been able to do that right mm. now and no. i was watching this another video again of people who born in the 2000s mm. i mean it's uh, it's, it's crazy if you think about it. People born in 2000 are 22 right now. Yes. yes. It's, isn't it crazy? Yeah. No, no, no. I feel very old nowadays. Yeah. What year were you born? <laughs> 93. 93. I'm 92. Oh. And you don't look good, man. You don't look good. Oh, thanks, man. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like the world changed so much from 92 to mm. 2000 and 2001. Mm. Right. Um, It's like right now, when, if you go into social media, you've Mm. got to be so careful about what you speak. And for, for someone who's listening, who's, who's been listening to Mm. podcasts all his life for years and years and who's listened to people talk about expressing themselves about emotions Mm -hmm. and expressions and race and culture and having Mm. difficult conversations. It's so disheartening mm. seeing the cancel culture. Like yes. even right now, uh, one of the most popular podcasts is Joe Rogan and someone who okay. I really look up to. Like he's being cancelled right now. Okay. So someone uh made a like he's had seventeen hundred episodes. Mm. Right. Seventeen hundred episodes, three hours mm. each. So you can you can imagine how much he's spoken mm-hmm. about things, right? And he's one of the biggest like most diverse podcasters in yeah. the world and someone made a video uh, like a compilation of him saying the n-word yeah okay just out of full fully out of context yeah right and um they put it on cnn mm-hmm. they put it on big news channels and they're trying to cancel him mm-hmm. and all joe rogan's trying to do right now is have a conversation like he wants to sit down and talk mm-hmm. like he's had big figures come in and they talk about controversial topics which needs to be talked about mm-hmm. he's had like difficult conversations with people and mm. just important conversations about COVID, which mm. is not really seen in the mainstream media. Mm. And people look at this and it's so different to what's on the news, what's on mm. the media, what's against their belief. Mm. And they try to cancel them. Okay. Um,
1: yeah. No, I'm not like, I'm not hundred percent following the story, but um, I think um, definitely like it can be like um, times that where you are taken out of context, but I don't think it's like right to say the N word. Um, 100%. That's a starting point, but like obviously, you don't have the
0: mm. right context about that. Mm. And he apologized for that. As no, well. no, no. I think,
1: yeah. um, if he is like trying to have like a conversation about like, um, like why is he saying the and why he has said these things and like he, like how he's learnt from it, then that's okay. But if they're still like trying to cancel him for that, then obviously that's not a good thing, yeah. But yeah, no, like, um, bringing up someone's history, um, when like, um, maybe the times were different, but I don't think at the end words. Um, ever been okay but like there have been like cases where like um, it was just like a different time but then you're bringing like um things that were accepted during that more more acceptable during that time but then like you bring it like now like when it was like 20 years ago it's yeah I don't think it's a, right. I mean that's like too good.
0: And it's such a dangerous thing for anybody mm. right Right? like you do things when you're young mm. you do super things when you're young mm. at least now people are seeing the power of social media mm. and they've sort of they've stopped putting their life outside. Mm. I've noticed that no. um, like we've if you go to a party or something like that, like if you find something interesting, people have stopped putting it out there. Like okay. if it's mm. if it's out of the ordinary. Uh, just the fear of that, are uh, being cancelled yeah, no, and no. stuff like that. No. But uh, but you look at th- times back then, like, uh, I, r- I remember this case, um, the Chief Justice of the USA, uh, Brett Kavanaugh, back in 2014, okay. I believe. Mm. Um, he was applying for, like, he was being considered for um, the Chief mm. Justice position. And yeah. he is 60 right now, and his life was being... Um, uh, thoroughly investigated ever since he was 20 from Harvard University or one of those those Ivy League colleges and uh, he was found to have um, like there was cases of sexual abuse Mm. and drug abuse and stuff like that which is completely not okay no and um, but apart from that like cases of him partying like a a normal party as well like everything was being dug upon Mm. and it was just crazy to see and that was 2014 Mm. I think around that time oh Brett Kavanaugh yeah
1: wasn't he like more recent, like during the Trump administration? I don't I don't remember. That's the yeah, thing. I don't recall, like a class like that, but um I think um when you are going for like like those kind of positions, like you can expect um like a level of scrutiny um that you wouldn't like be seeing like for people like us who are just hmm. normal exactly, like yeah. aren't in the public sphere. So well yeah, um well it might Some I see as unfair, like it's probably just the reality of the situation, especially in the political game where like um, the other side is always trying to get like that little bit of dirt on you.
0: Especially the politics right? Political game, 100% yeah, Yeah. whatever you can get, whatever whatever you you can get. Exactly. Do you think it's gonna it's gonna be better in terms of the cancel cancel culture being (laughs) cancelled?
1: I think um, I'm not hundred percent sure to be honest, I think um, there will still be elements. I'm not sure if like um, there might be sort of like um a reverse effect where like people do like kind of rebel against the cancel culture. Like you did see it with um Donald Trump a little bit, but like um probably not so much as in Australia. But like, oh, I wouldn't be surprised if there's like a like a growing um like a phenomenon of that kind in Australia, like where people just saying like screw it. Like, I'm just going to say whatever I want. I don't care. Mm. Yeah.
0: I think the problem is people who want to cancel somebody, mm. they're, they're so active on social media, mm. whereas the people who don't give a shit, they're mm. not on social media yeah. anymore. And there's a very, there's a minority of people on social media who don't give a shit and say mm. whatever they want, they, whatever they feel like, mm. right? Even if the opinion is controversial. Mm. And 90% of the people who want to cancel, like, woke, mm. they, uh, they just... Go after them. Mm-hmm. And I think I think that's what the problem is right now. Mm-hmm. Someone said Twitter is the water cooler of our society today. Mm-hmm. But Twitter is getting so bad, apparently. I've never been on Twitter. No. And sometimes, you know, you've got to follow your instincts, right? Mm-hmm. I use, I try to use Twitter, and there's so much noise okay. out there.
1: Yeah, no, I don't follow Twitter much at all. So, like, I, well, I like to read, like, some, some of the, like, more common tweets. Like, I don't see, like, what... The normal people tweet, so. Yeah, yeah same.
0: Same. If I'm on Twitter, I, I try to follow my team, like, you know, favorite football yeah, exactly, club. a yeah, exactly. Or a, um, or a certain... Popular person that I I really adore. Yeah, I don't know. And um, that's it. But I tried it at one point in time. I was on Twitter and I was Mm -hmm. following people with uh, who stated their opinions. But there's so much noise out there. Like everybody's because apparently Twitter does not have an algorithm. Okay. It didn't have an algorithm Mm. at least three or four years ago. Mm -hmm. Like, so you could see whatever was being posted, Mm -hmm. right? So you Mm -hmm. had a lot of opinions coming in. Unlike Facebook Mm -hmm. or TikTok, like you have algorithms. Mm -hmm. You like a certain type of content. The Mm -hmm. application, knows exactly what you like, mm. exactly what Kevin likes. Yep. The next video you see would be very closely related to what you've already liked. Mm. And eventually, they know you so well, they know Kevin so well, mm-hmm. that they show you content that really makes you happy, that makes yeah, they, your heart skip no, all no. the time. And you're there, on the bed, three hours, using your phone, just scrolling <laughs> for TikTok. That's what that's what they're, they're doing.
1: Mm. I know those algorithms are very, very powerful. And like, um, I think... Um, like, definitely Facebook, I'm pretty sure. Like, you see those targeted ads, like, even though you haven't been really searching on it, but, like, you did talk about it, but then you see targeted ads on that. So, yeah, it's a bit dodgy, but, yeah, I guess it's the reality of our life
0: nowadays. Mm. Some people like that, though, as in okay. being targeted yeah, by ads. Uh, yeah. What do you think of that? Uh, to be honest, I'm not that fussed.
1: Like, um, sometimes, like, um. I actually do click on those ads, and then like yeah, if it's a good idea, like I don't care to be honest. Like um, obviously I do like a <coughs> certain level of privacy, but like um, mm. it's not like always going to be in my mind. I'm not sure if I'll campaign against it, but um, I guess I don't. I'm not. sure exactly what they do know. So, maybe if I didn't know, like, my opinion would be different. Mm.
0: The same with me as well. I don't really care uh, Mm. unless it's listening to everything I say. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, I remember I wanted to buy one of those mattresses and they started throwing me advertisements Mm. on mattresses. And I I found a really good deal. Mm. So, I didn't want to complain back then, but... Mm. I look at what the implications in the future could be about all of this data being mm. gathered and um, where it is being stored as well. Mm. And yeah, I guess right now it it seems it, we're still in the if you if you put this in on timeline, we're mm. still. I feel like we're still in the normal phase, mm. as in it's it, 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 it. There's no red alert yet, mm. but I think what's to come is. We, we don't know. Oh, yeah. It's very hard to predict
1: how it will go like, um, in the future.
0: Yeah. But I like what you said. Like You don't give a shit. Like, you're not really bothered. And that's what I like about you, Kevin. Like, oh, thanks. I, I, I remember you, uh, I, meet, uh, I met you at um, Tom's party back then. And then um, Eddie's party later on, yep. uh, a few months after. And I think you were... One of very few people who remembered that I had a podcast, yeah. And, uh, and here we are. And yeah, it's- no, no.
1: I, I think um, you seem quite passionate about it, and I think um, one people like um, one way to get like um, like for people to remember you is to actually like remember like um, stuff about you that your whole deal and like um, obviously, yeah, as a st- conversation starter in the future. I think it just builds rapport.
0: Yeah. Right? But I really liked it. And I came, came home and I remember just sending a few messages to my friends, um, abroad saying, you yeah. know, there's a person at the party who really remembers I had a podcast <laughs> and it was so, it's such, so, it's so important. And I, I, I like to share these emotions mm. because um, not a lot of people share these emotions. <laughs> and I I, 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 it was such a huge moment for me because you're trying to do something and you don't know where it's headed, mm. right? You don't know how big it's going to be or how small it's mm. going to be or if, if it's making an impact or not. Yeah, no. Cool. you just you know you turn a microphone your fucking camera on a few microphones on and you're just talking and you don't know where it's going to go really but hmm. for someone to remember that you have a podcast hmm. and come up to you and say that hey what about that it's it's, it's an incredible feeling
1: no worries, man happy to do it again i i think yeah as i said before like um just remember little things um and then like if you do bring it up um, it can be like um some people obviously like you do appreciate those kind of things.
0: Do you know? Do you know the business card trick? What's the business card trick? Um, so, when you go to a um, sales meeting or a normal meeting with somebody, oh. and they give you a business card, oh. uh, they say write everything you talk about with that business person on oh. the card they give you oh. at the back. Yeah. Right. Let's say, for example, if you have a child, write 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 that kevin has yeah, a child right. yeah. or uh if you recently got married mm. right that you recently got married or you bought a house and then mm. use those tips to, in order to clinch a bigger sale in the future mm-hmm. i'm not saying you're trying to sell me something or, no no no, no, no. <laughs> but um like i don't i don't write stuff down i just remember well in my head <laughs> <laughs> but but drapo is a thing right yeah exactly
1: yeah i think um well i wouldn't say like i'm much um, too much of a people person i think um if you do want to like, um, like kind of get a head of life. Like a lot of it is like building that kind of rapport with people.
0: Mm. Are you? Do you consider yourself an extrovert or no, introvert? Introvert for sure. For sure. Yeah. What makes you say for sure? Ah, uh, so
1: definitely, I'm comfortable being alone. Um, and like I do have like. Um, like, solitary hobbies and stuff like that, like, video games, like, going to the gym by myself, watching, like, I like watching movies by myself, like, watching mm. sport myself. So, you know, like, I think, um, and I do gain energy um, uh, by being with my, by myself. Like, mm. I'm happy to go to, like, um, parties and all those, um, like, um, places with the crowds, like, um, festivals and stuff like that. Mm. But, like, I do, I do, that's take a bit out of me over time.
0: Yeah. Mm. But that's the most beautiful thing ever, right? Being alone. Yeah, no. I, I love it as well. Are I, you, I, are you an introvert or extrovert? I don't know. Here's the thing. I love being alone. Yeah. I, I love, I love going to movies by mm. myself, mm. just going to restaurants by myself. Mm. I love being engrossed in my thought. Mm. Like I go for a 30 minute, mm. minute walk every morning, just thinking, listening to music. I don't want to be with anybody for that 30 minutes, right? Mm. I don't use my phone for texting anything mm. at all. And even throughout the day, I, keep thoughts to myself and I think about it mm. and, and uh, I communicate with the most important people in my life mm. however um, I know I'm an introvert that way however sometimes I've I really got to have this um, I've, I've, I've got to let this energy out mm. like at least once a week or mm. once every two weeks I've got to go to a party and just mm. dance my heart mm. out or go somewhere give a speech like you know some mm. uh, humorous speech or have this this mm. kind of conversation like talk to people right mm. I've had it like I've had five rigorous hours of work today, but this is giving me energy and and I freaking love it. So I don't know. That's why I asked, what makes you say for sure that you're an introvert? I don't know. That's the thing.
1: Um, So there is like a term called ambivert, which sounds like you probably are one, which is like um, somewhere in the middle of an introvert, uh, extrovert. But like, um, how do I know? Like, I think it's just like... Like, just just where I get my energy from. So, I think the technical definition is, like, where do you get your energy from? And I do get my energy
0: from being alone
1: mm. rather than from people.
0: Yeah. D- describe this energy. Sorry if I'm being a bit oh, intrusive. No, but- no, no. It's fine. Like, it's just,
1: um, like, if you feel tired, then sometimes you just want to be alone. Um, mm. And that's how you recharge. Well, I think um, how I understand it from extroverts, I get they feel... Tired, then they have to like go speak with someone or hang around people, and that's how that's just a
0: crazy thought for me.
1: Yeah, I know exactly. Like, I I know it's weird, but like, that's apparently that's how some people feel.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm like, how do you why why do you want to talk to people when you're down? As in, you know what I mean, when you're tired, (laughs)
1: yeah, well, I I guess that's the introvert brain talking, exactly, exactly. Yeah, so it's just a different perspective that, like, I'm not going to obviously like see it because I'm I'm someone completely different, but Mm. something that I can understand.
0: Yeah. I go to concerts and stuff like that. And when mm. I go to concerts and festivals or even a house party, mm. like you've met me at Eddie's yeah. and Tom's, like I can't, uh, I've got to be out there and talk to people and dance and just shout mm. and just, just make, uh, make some noise. Mm. Mm. Uh, I've got to be there, but mm. that's just me. Like once, once a week and I'm done. I can't do it the same, the, the second day again.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, um, Right now I'm an international student basically Mm. in Canberra and Mm. I spend um, a lot of my time in this room and I think about it right I think about how much time I spend in this room Mm. it's just crazy bro I'm telling you like I I recently started a job that I told you about but before that I think about the time like five basically five days a week I was spending in this room just working on my computer working on the podcast right and then Mm. I worked on the weekends before I got this job. And five days a week in this room, just working on the computer, and it didn't feel like time wasted. It felt yeah. like time gained, like yeah. energy gained. No. It's just crazy,
1: man. I think if you enjoy that kind of stuff, then that's completely fine. I think if yeah, if someone if people are saying that that's like not right, then just ignore them. If yeah, you, if you're enjoying it, then. Mm.
0: I think I've had the best conversations with introverts.
1: Oh, fairly. For sure. Yeah. Who else has been an introvert that you've interviewed?
0: I think Eddie considers himself an introvert. Okay, interesting. Um, Eddie really tries. I'm not sure if he's listening to this, if he will listen to this podcast. Okay. Uh, but uh, he he tries and um, he he goes, he, he's out there talking mm. to people, right? Like he's really, he's, and it's his words, it's not mm. mine. It's his words. Like he's really sp- He's making an effort mm. to go and talk to people. Yep. Whereas Tom, who's an extrovert, yep. right, he he's not making an effort. Like, no. he has to go and talk to somebody. It's it's very natural, mm. like, the steps he takes to get to that person. Mm. And he doesn't have to think about the conversation he's going to have. Mm. Whereas Eddie and I, we think about the conversation we're going to have. We oh, plan yeah. things yeah. out. Yeah. So Eddie's been one of them. I'm not sure I've had this conversation with Vin, but uh, Vin, I think, is an ambivert as well. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, but other people like my friend Jackson Wilder. Okay. I say this quite often, man. I, I fucking love, love that guy. And okay. I, I feel like everyone should have a friend like Jackson, but he's an introvert as well. Yeah. Okay. But when we sit down to talk and we, we, when we go out or do something, like we, we really make things happen. Okay. And maybe it's because. I consider myself an introvert, leaning more towards ambivert. Mm. That's why I enjoy his company, or mm. I don't know. What do you mean by make things happen? <sighs> we, for me, at least for me, making things happen is, and we talk, we sit down and yeah. then record a fucking long ass podcast. We talk Thank about, you. we touch on different things. But when we go out, we just enjoy ourselves mm. in a party or whatever like we i I worked with him for quite a few years and i remember us having these incredible um company parties and we just had a lot of fun and we and uh, on this day we look back and we think about that 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 duration Mm. and we're like fuck those were good days Mm -hmm. like those those are never coming back that's the worst part about it Mm. but you know to be able to live that kind of life was um you know it's we, we consider ourselves lucky
1: you are lucky, man.
0: You are lucky. Well, is it because of Jackson?
1: Well, oh, for for the world,
0: man. You have a good <laughs> life. <laughs> I mean, oh well, like, yeah. You know what they say, like if you have if you have passed high school, if you yeah. can speak English, if you have if you've got at least two friends and you've got dinner on the table, mm. three three boxes of pizza, right? Mm. You're more successful than 85% of people in the world. Mm. So in that way maybe yes. Mm you don't feel lucky um i do i I think recently i've started feeling lucky because of the fact that i think about what it takes to be born Mm. right if you know if my parents decided to have sex a day before then Mm. uh, you know i I wouldn't be here right like anyone uh, like it's the same with you as well or anyone, mm. right? So mm. you, you were born at the right time because mm. of the things that happened. Mm. The, the chances are minuscule. Yeah. No, it definitely is. And there you are, you're complaining about a Monday mm. and the fact yes. that your, your pizza is late. Yeah. And stuff like that. Yeah, and that way I do feel lucky. Okay. Yeah. What like, about you? Do you feel lucky?
1: Yeah, I do feel like a bit lucky. Like um, like living in Australia, like um, I think that's already, like you're already doing like... Like, have a better situation um, than most people in the world. And I think um, definitely having, like, a full-time job, especially through this pandemic, um, definitely makes me feel a bit lucky as well. And, like, um, like I've got friends. I've got, like, I'm not, like, wanting for money. Yeah. So, like, I do feel lucky in that sense.
0: Mm. That's that's an important thought man. Mm. Like I feel like people who work in Canberra, like mm. a, who hold a full-time position mm. and they've got a nice living space mm. and can enjoy the scenery and this air quality, mm. right? And this economy is mm. you've got to be super lucky for exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know where my future is as in yeah, I like know. I said um, like here in Nepal, I don't know but mm. um I've seen how things can go wrong as in you yeah, know, like Nepal is developing. Like there's yeah. and like I remember when um I was fourteen years old, fourteen till the age of eighteen, we didn't have electricity at all. Like for twelve hours a day, no electricity. Mm. Right. And uh, people left the country left, right, and center back then. Mm. And things can go wrong. And this what we have here is is beautiful. Mm. And you go outside, there's nothing to really worry about.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, so in Australia, like, like just ignoring all that um stuff about like you being like born and stuff like that. Mm. Do you feel lucky? Because like, if you don't, like, um, if you do, like, why? Why not? What was that again? So, like, um, I was kind of getting like a sense that you don't feel very lucky. Like, just ignoring the um stuff. About, like, being born, like, the chances of being born, obviously, is a very low chance. But, like, just outside of that, you don't- I'm just getting a sense that you don't feel lucky.
0: No, I see what you mean. Uh, The reason why I say that is Mm. because I feel like life can be so much bigger Mm. than what it is right now. Mm. I feel lucky to be born and to have the things that I have, Mm. right? But I feel like it can be made so much bigger Mm. and- I want to feel lucky when i've achieved those things Mm. that i've you know that i could that i've dreamed dreamt of and um yeah in that way like Mm. i was now i'm happy to be born and to Mm. have the things that i have Mm. so that's that's there but what it can be is so big Mm. and i want to i want to be there to say okay "Okay, i feel fortunate i'm lucky to have the things i have Um, but at this point in time, you know, I have a good life. I yeah. have a decent life, okay. but I'm not really happy with decent.
1: No, that's fair. Like, um, so what are the, what are your goals, and like, what do you actually want to achieve? Like, what's big for you?
0: <sighs> oh. I really want to do the podcast forever. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. For a long time, I mm. wouldn't say forever. But I don't know what forever is. We don't know, but yeah. um, I want to do this for a long ass time. Of course, um, yeah. at least till the day that I can, um. I feel super comfortable and I know that I've done a good job. Hmm. Yeah, that's, that's for sure. Okay. One of the, one of the biggest things I want to do in life is um, make podcasting a big part of my life. Okay. Basically.
1: It's not a big part of your life now? Was it just like a small part?
0: No, it, it is. Um, no, it, it is a big part, but mm. there is a different, like it's, I feel like it'd be different if I could do this on a full-time basis. Yeah. Okay. You know, if, if so it could like, pay bills.
1: Yeah. Doing it professionally.
0: Exactly. Yeah, yeah, sure. Like something you, you wake up and you think about the podcast all the time because mm. that's what you do. That's yeah. your bread and butter. Yeah. And I think I want, I want to be at that stage. Okay. And it's a long way to go. Yeah, no, no, it's, no. it's a long ass way to go. I was having this conversation with Ben as well. Like mm. it's, if you're a doctor or an engineer or a scientist, mm. it's tough to do what you're doing. Mm. Even for a programmer right now, with all these systems coming in, the metaverse and NFTs mm. and this and that, it's tough to keep up with the technology. Um, but to do something like make music or a podcast mm. or you know write a book or something like that, it isn't no a pathway. Yeah, no, no. It's um, it's like you're headed towards a direction with just belief. Yeah, no. And there's no concrete um, you know, formula. No, no, no. Like there's no licensing exam.
1: No, yeah, no, no. Like I think um. A lot of these, like, um, jobs where, like, you're, like, you spend, essentially your talent, like, all your skills is more artistic-based. I think it's definitely much, much more difficult to make a living, like, mm-hmm. singers and, like, um, actors and kind of stuff than obviously podcasting. Yeah. So, yeah, no, people who do make it are, like, extraordinary. Like, exactly. See. Yeah. I, I don't know, like, about podcasters, but obviously um, I don't follow podcasters too much, but, yeah, like... um I don't know how many people they like, could actually say. Or how many podcasts could actually say that they're making like a good living out of it?
0: Very l- little. Yeah, okay. like it's it's not a good like, you know source of income if mm. you're planning on making one. But which I've heard, like yeah. I haven't I haven't experienced it. But um, there's not a lot of people really doing this as a full time gig mm. and paying their full time bills with yeah, this. Sure. Um, but now, mm. do, do you have some artistic interest as well? Uh
1: no, not really, to be honest. Like I'm quite a boring person. I didn't really learn um any musical instruments and stuff like that. Like um You man, ask good questions. Oh, thanks, man. Like I, I could have been like um like I did think about like um or even now like I could probably do like a career change into like journalism or something like that. But I think I did a little bit like take the safe option a little bit. Mm. Like um like you know, like journalism is kind of like um a dying interest rate like people who do make it into like the big newspapers or like make it mm. on TV it's like especially like very very hard to do that yeah so maybe eventually i might take that leap one day for them yeah. do you
0: consider yourself lucky
1: yeah no i think i, I said oh, that before you, you did but in, <laughs> in
0: terms of the work you do yeah no i think um like um
1: actually i don't know if i should say this but i do work for like um like a very like um like this part like an APS department that um mm. many people would it, consider like um quite like very prestigious and like one of the um like departments um, and APS um, departments that people want to work for. So I do feel lucky in that mm. sense.
0: You know what I said earlier, as mm. in if you're in Canberra, if you hold a full-time position, if you've got a nice place mm. to stay and if you've got food on the table and you can, mm. you have the ability to pay your bills, mm. um, you should consider yourself super-duper lucky. Yeah, no, of course. Do you, do you agree to that, Dayton?
1: Oh, I wouldn't say super-duper lucky, but I'll say lucky, yeah. Mm.
0: Yeah. I think you'd say super duper lucky once you start visiting places that oh, yeah, don't no. have the luxury
1: exactly the yeah, maybe yeah but like super duper lucky is like being like um, like a bloody billionaire or something like that yeah. I'm, not, I'm not Yeah. not that obviously
0: mm. um, I remember back in 2016 I'm going to make sure of the time as well because oh, yeah, like, we we've got it. plenty no.
1: yeah that's fine
0: no we've got plenty yes yeah I remember back in two thousand and sixteen uh, mm. when I first came to Australia, right so uh, I was in Nepal uh, and I was working for a good organization it was a um I was teaching students uh, about speaking English or mm. you know how to build a resume or how to present yourself on the stage and, and stuff like that mm. it was it was amazing, and I had a lot of um, fun with the people I was working with and the the children there. They were they were amazing, like incredibly mm. talented, and they looked up to me, and I looked up to them. My res- respect was both ways. Um, and 2016 came in, and I decided to come here. Mm. And as an international student, uh, mm. as you may or may or may not know, um, you've got a lot of responsibilities because you've you're basically living thousands of kilometers away from home for the first time ever Mm. and you're trying to make sure you have enough funds to pay for your rent and you have funds to pay for your 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 bills or Mm. your college which is thousands of dollars it's not cheap at all and um at that point in time when you're starting your life from scratch you've got to be ready to do whatever start Mm. from zero and um I remember working in a cafe like wake up at four o'clock in the morning mm. and um, go to this cafe to work and to make like make breakfast for the people who were supposed to come in like the um the people who worked in the city mm. Uh, mm. and I was in this cafe one day, and I thought about, you know, I thought about the time in Nepal. Like mm. a week ago, I was working in a school, teaching mm. children how to speak English or present themselves on a stage, and just professional development classes. And a week after, I'm working in a cafe in a CBD at five thirty in the morning, mm. just cutting bread and making sure that mm. the cafe is clean and, mm. and just so people can come in and enjoy. Mm. Now, no disrespect to the work that I did back then. But that moment gave me so much clarity on life can be, mm. and and how big this world is. Like mm. where your life can go depending on where you are. Mm. And it was it was such an incredible time for me. Two thousand and sixteen, when I first came in, everything was new. Mm. Everything was new. Like even the fact that you know we don't have trains back back in the past. Yeah, but have, uh, in Sydney the, the trains network is mm. is amazing. And yeah, it's not that great. I mean, no, uh, <laughs> compared to... The, I'm just making um, a yeah, joke. Obviously, compared to developing countries, it's... yeah, uh, uh, obviously. Even compared up. to Melbourne, it's, it's it's superior compared to Melbourne. Really? Yeah, I think yeah, so. Uh, I've been uh, to Melbourne, man. I, I mean, I it's... Don't know. You've right. been to Sydney, right, on the trains? Well, not for a while, but like, yeah. I've When, when was really. that? Like, 20 years ago? Probably 10 years ago. No, so. nah, I, I feel like it's gotten a lot better. Yeah, okay, sure. Right. And... Uh, So anyways, I was saying, um, yeah, so everything was new and it gives you so much context of what life can be
1: mm-hmm.
0: and how big how big the spectrum of life is. Like mm-hmm. here you are and you think this is your world and tomorrow, you know, a turn of events could happen like mm-hmm. life could take a massive leap and you could be doing something else and the things you have today, you may not have it tomorrow. mm
1: mm-hmm. Like I think, yeah. Did you experience like any culture shock or something like that
0: Um, not really, no. Yeah, okay. It took me a while to sort of experience it because mm. when you first come in you've got you live in a bubble sort mm. of thing. Uh, right, like the same community mm. and uh, very close knit communities living together. So, mm. not really. Now, yeah, okay. I think I started experiencing that when uh, I started making friends. Yeah, okay. like that's when I saw how different people can be as well. Mm-hmm. And I think the only shock that is is still you know prevalent or distinct to me right now is um, the idea of. Collectivism and individualism. Okay, do you know about that?
1: Yeah, I know a little bit, but like, you can explain, it, please. <laughs> I
0: mean, yeah, um, like the Western society, in my opinion, is very individualistic. Yes. Not to say that you're selfish. No, it, sh- it just means that you think about yourself mm. more than you would think about a society mm. or um, a collective, uh, a collection of people. Mm. But in Asia or any other developing countries. Um, mm. It's not the same. Like you think about your family first. You think mm. about, um, the people around you and anything you do. Like if you, if you were to invite somebody to your house, you, you make sure that they eat and they're, they're well fed. Like mm. they can't leave your house without eating. Um, and if you meet someone for the first time on the street, you invite them to your house. Okay. Right regardless of who they are in um, Nepal in in Nepal, yeah, okay. like maybe it's an exaggeration when I say it the first time, but yeah. once you get to know somebody, you feel super comfortable inviting yeah, okay. them for dinner or whatever yeah, sure. to your house, and um you treat guests with utmost respect, mm. like it's just um and uh, you don't do that in Australia, you do treat people with respect, that's for yeah. sure, but you have boundaries, yes, you have sure strict is. boundaries for yeah. sure, like you don't um. Like we've got a saying in Nepal, Atiti Devo which means the guest is equivalent to God. Now you tell me, is that the same in Australia? Obviously not. No. So there you go. Like it's, and we treat people the same way as well. Like when you come as a guest to your house, you'll be fed like a king. Mm. And um, it's different in Australia. Mm. It's it's not to say that it's bad. It's not mm. to say that the people don't care about others, but mm. it's um it's different it's you 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 care about or you think about yourself first and you don't really you you don't put put as much importance or as much thought on the the need of the other person i guess or or pleasing the other person or or society yeah as much as you do back there i'm sure you've experienced this when you went to asia as well you've seen things have you been to um where your parents are from well vietnam and stuff like that but um yeah no like i have like read
1: about uh, quite a bit of this um so yeah no like i do like obviously see like instances of that and like i think um someone like uh those traits have been like passed on to me like um the familial responsibilities and all that kind of stuff and like just how like um um beside he works and like and as well in the media like people are much more like especially in the western countries like the u.s and australia like, like that you see like it's a lot about like um like, what's, like, my personal freedom, like, and you can see it around, like, the um, anti-vaccination um, mandate and all that kind of stuff. Like, um, mm. it's all about our rights rather than, like, um, what the community's rights are. Well, wow. in, like, um, places like Asia, there's probably a bit less of that. And I think that goes back to the whole collectivist versus, like, um, individualistic um, cultures.
0: mm would you say, you know, growing up the way you did mm. with uh, with Vietnamese parents, were they they were born in Vietnam, right? Yeah. You of said? Yeah. yeah. So that had. A, do, do you think that had a massive influence in how you functioned in the Australian society?
1: Um. Yeah, obviously, I think so. Like, I think all parents have a strong influence on their child. Like, I not hundred percent. Sure on like what like if you could you asked me to name the specifics, I'm not hundred mm. percent sure off the top of my head, but like I think obviously they did have an effect um and that, but I think obviously growing up in Australia, like you'll also be influenced by that, so I think, um, it's just a mix, which I think is a experience that like most, if not all people, especially are people
0: mm.
1: from if their parents aren't born in Australia, I think it's um something that that old experience
0: yeah uh, I've talked to quite a few um, Indian um, kids who are born mm-hmm. here and um, a few Nepali kids as well who are born yeah. here and um, it's, it's, in, it's incredible to see how they grow up mm. uh, to be years and they've, they've got a huge influence of the Nepali culture as well mm. they when you talk to them you can really see that they, they grew up in that sort of society mm. which is not a true reflection of what Nepal is mm. but you can still you, you can feel it when you talk mm. to a certain someone when you're with somebody and you can really feel the aura whether it's mm. positive or negative mm. what kind of person they are sometimes you're horribly wrong mm. and that's what life is it's fine mm. but you, you can really I think it depends on your personality and if you if you mm. <sighs> If or not you think the other person's personality matches with yours and you sort of make a judgment mm. of them. But but yeah, you can really feel it. Okay. Oh, mm. uh, to be honest, I
1: well, I think I do understand what you're talking about, but like um like I try to not not make assumptions like from like I'm guessing mm. a lot of it has to do with like way a person looks. Like I try to like actually like talk to the person and I try to get to know that and then make the judgment, but like I do definitely see mm. what you're talking about.
0: But do you not think it's it's just natural for you to make judgments? Oh no, it's definitely it natural. doesn't have to be negative. No, definitely
1: like everyone makes judgments, but um I think like um you need to like kinda of consciously overcome that and like try to work your way through it. Mm. Like obviously there's like ho- like a whole <clears throat> lot of unconscious bias. Um uh in the works as well but like i think there's just um like ways that you just need to be conscious of um overcoming that like that that like um your assumptions or your judgments um they may be affected by things that really just um are just not right or yeah Mm. that are just not correct
0: I think when you believe in certain principles, when you believe in certain things, and if the person, if the other person, mm. dances according to what your view of life is, mm. then you make a, you then make a judgment, uh, whether positive or negative. Like I want to have conversations with o- open-minded people. Like yeah. Sometimes you know, sometimes conversations could lead to uh, vulnerable topics, and mm. I want to be okay with that. Yeah, no, um,
1: of course. Yeah.
0: It it really has always been how you communicate and. Um, I'm not perfect, obviously, mm. and I feel like I really become good or bad friends with people depending on how their communication style is. Mm. You don't always have to be chatting or always have mm. to be talking, but the style is so important for me. Okay. Like it's, um, like we discussed about earlier as okay. well. Like open communication is, yeah, no. is the way to go. Yeah. Okay. And. Um, I find it really hard to work with people, or just you know, be friends with people who have a hard time communicating. Yeah, like open communication, yeah. kind of thing.
1: Sure. But no, I think um, yeah, that's definitely like um the aim to have open communication. I think um, in mm. practice, it can be like um, it'd be harder. Like, I'm not going to share you like like my deeply mm. secrets like that. So, mm. but stuff like that, or actually, open conversation, like um, not being like um. Like, being, like, true to yourself, I think. Um, like, me being true to... Um, like, feeling that you can be true to yourself, like, around other people. That's, what you, that's like, what you want to
0: aim for. Exactly. Yeah. That, that's so beautifully put. Oh, that, that That's exactly it. Yeah. 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 No, so, Kevin, man, what are you, What are your plans? What do you look forward to for um, in, in the next few years? <laughs> next few years?
1: Yeah. Uh, I honestly... I don't plan that much, so... But, um... One thing that I'm probably um, thinking about is doing like um, further education. Um, so, potentially doing like a master's um, overseas somewhere. Oh, nice. Um, like um, like a master's of public policy or master's of uh, public administration mm. in another country, I think, um, just to uh, experience what it's like um, living in another country.
0: Where are you planning to?
1: Uh, so, I don't really have any set countries, but um, I am looking at um, like Singapore, um. France, uh, England, but there yeah, could be anywhere. Honestly,
0: mm. yeah, it's a, it's a tough choice, man. But oh yeah, how
1: did you? Choose, why why did you choose Australia?
0: Oh, you're asking some tough questions there, buddy. <laughs> 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 um, I don't know. I, I I liked Australia for how it was, it, how it looked like. Mm. Um, to the outside world and especially in 2016 we Mm. we, australia was growing like crazy like tech companies from tech companies to um developments in terms of engineering and science it was at its peak and i really wanted to study at macquarie university as well it was it was good and Mm. the choices were um either the us the uk or australia mostly you know because when you're most people want to aim to go to a an English speaking country. Yeah. No, these, yeah, these three were the top choices. But I don't know. I just wanted to be here. It just looks so sunny and bright. Yeah, it actually. is. It's yeah. It is. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's it's absolutely beautiful. Yeah. I've enjoyed my years here. Um, but yeah, that was that was the choice. Do you ever
1: think about like what it would be like if you? Chose the UK or the US?
0: I think about that quite often. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you you really don't know. It's like shorting this yeah, no. cat. Yeah, no, exactly. You'd, you'd only experience it if it really happened. Yeah, um, But I don't know what whatever happens has happened until okay. now, yeah, and course, um, yeah. where it's leading, I think it's it's for, for the better. Mm. It's, it's it's really changed me as a person. Yeah. Okay. You, if you spoke to me, to me five years ago, maybe I'd sound more cocky and. Mm. Maybe because I was younger, but... Yeah, no, no, of course. But I feel like the experiences have made me more humble. Yeah,
1: okay. Mm. Australia has humbled you.
0: Yeah, to a okay. certain extent. That's, once, Like I said, when, once you get context of what life could be yeah, and sure. what you're missing out on, yeah, um, then, yeah, it really puts you in the right position, I think.
1: Yeah, no, I think um, definitely in... Um, like developed countries like wealthy countries like um australia us uk and like europe and stuff like that i think um like you do have like um obviously the media you have like your expectations raised quite a mm-hmm. little bit like um you see like people millionaires and they own oh, like the like jet skis having like models like all around them i think um you do kind of get that um uh envy like why can't my life be like that Mm. While, like, in people in more developed, uh, in developing countries, they probably just don't have, like, they don't even consider that, like, my life is going to be, like, in Vietnam or something like that, for example. They're not going to aspire to anything like that.
0: Yeah. They just want to live, man. Exactly. Yeah. Right. It's all
1: about survival for them while we want to, like.
0: Exactly. Yeah. They do. just want to make sure their their food's sorted for the month Exactly. Or the week, yeah. whatever. Yeah, exactly. Like, there's a joke about immigrants in New York as in. They don't give a shit about pronouns. Yeah, no. Right? They yeah. just want to go to work. Yeah, exactly. Right, exactly. <laughs> it's it's the same thing for them as well. Yeah,
1: no, no, exactly. It's all about just um, yeah, as you said, just making enough money to put food on the table. Mm. While we, while like obviously our needs, like most of people in Australia, their needs are, like those the basic needs are satisfied, so they want more fulfillment in other areas. Yeah, yeah, mm. and sometimes that can be near impossible to achieve when you have like media raising your expectations um,
0: all the time right yeah. too much noise and it's social crunchy. media as well, yeah. as well. that's yeah. why you gotta disconnect once in a oh, while exactly yeah, yeah. Exactly. I love that I, lo- I love disconnecting w- once in a while like I've, yeah. I try to do it once a week but didn't yeah, work okay. out but okay. Yeah. yeah. I wanna go to this um, retreat called Vipassana where you don't use your phone or even talk to anyone okay. for for days for okay. I think 9 or 10 days Where's um, this sorry i don't know i think okay. blacktown okay it started from asia but um yeah it's a retreat basically okay. you, you go there you don't use your phone okay. obviously you don't talk to people you're just okay. by yourself okay. thinking in your thoughts and um mm. yeah i'd love to do that okay what's stopping you the time man okay. I've got to work to pay bills but that's okay. the thing right. that's that's the <laughs> vicious cycle
1: is it expensive this place it is yeah
0: okay sure um it's it's really not about the ticket price to get there but it's just what you miss out on as in you know um, you've got to take off yeah, get yeah. time off work and yeah. not everyone's lucky like you Kevin getting annual leaves like some people okay. work on a casual basis but okay. right.
1: <laughs> right. you're a buddy uni student you're like, buddy the- uh like three months holidays or something like that.
0: Nah, nah yeah. but you've got to work at that point in time. Like mm. it's, yeah, all right, it's not free mo- yeah, okay. It's not a free, a free country in terms of. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> you've got to pay for
1: things. Yeah, sure. But it,
0: sure. <laughs> anyways, man, Kevin, it's it's been fun. Yeah, bro. no, it's been great. Yeah, man. it's been fun. It's it's been tough so questions me, from your end? And oh
1: no, no, it's all good. Like I'm, I'm not sure if people. I tried to be play the interview well for you, but like, yeah, maybe someone can interview you someday
0: someday yeah but i think this is the most i've been interviewed okay, the most yeah. i've been asked questions and it's 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 kind of um amazing to be on the other side yeah trying to answer questions but <laughs> get your
1: future guests to do more otherwise i can come back and we can have a real interview a hard interview
0: <laughs> a hard interview <laughs> a hard hitting interview <laughs> that that'd be fun yeah okay. that that that's fun but we'll, we'll do it again man um yeah, sounds good I, I feel like um um, I feel like I can have um, good conversations with you without any fear of judgment.
1: Oh, I don't judge. Don't worry.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah, do whatever you want. I
0: don't care. Yeah. yeah, I can tell. Yeah, yeah, cool. That was not a that, that was not a sarcastic. I can I tell. Know, <laughs> <laughs> Great. Yeah, uh, but cheers, man. It was it was fun. Um, I'm not sure how long we've been recording for, but whatever. That um, yeah, that's all good. Uh, we'll do it again. But thanks for this, man. Cool. Thanks, man. Cheers. Right, Bye-bye. bye
1: Woo! Oh, oh awesome. that's nice, man. <laughs>